I'm Aria Schwartz, along with Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. Our guest today has almost 30 years of coaching experience covering every level of the game. Back-to-back national championships at Oklahoma City University, two stints in the W as an assistant coach in San Antonio and L.A., and now the head coach of the Dallas Wings, Latricia Trammell. show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com backslash windsider for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w and don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at windsider.com that's windsider.com if you're looking to get tickets for the upcoming WNBA season or any other event you don't have to worry thanks to our sponsor TickPick, we got you covered the original no fee ticketing site and official ticketing partner of the WNBA. 2021 champions, Chicago Sky. Use the link tickpick.com backslash windsider. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K.com backslash windsider. What an honor. Welcome to the show, LT. So glad to have you. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I hope you guys are doing well and happy 2023. Happy 2023 and happy free agency to you. I know, <laughs> I know you have been uh, thrown into the fire, and and I know that you know there's obviously a ton to talk about, a lot that we will be digesting, you know, here the next couple months. But this this shows about you. We want to talk about you. We want to talk about your story. We want to talk about uh, your journey uh, to where you're at now. I guess we got to start at the very beginning. Um, you know, at what wow. point in your life? How old were you? How did it happen? How did you fall in love with the game of basketball? Oh, wow. That's, uh, for me, that, that, uh, my family, that's where it started. I have, uh, three older brothers, Robbie, Donnie, and Ronnie. And my parents always told me if I was a a boy, they were going to name me Lonnie. Nothing against Lonnie's, but thank goodness I was a girl. (laughs) But, um, no, you know, I had two brothers that played college basketball, uh, out of the three. One wrote about it as a a journalist and the, the other two played, and my middle brother, Donnie, he uh, has coached basketball for over 30 years. And he was at the same high school that, that I attended. And I just saw what a, a reward it was and how he interacted with his players and just the love of competition. And I, I know even before my high school games, I would go over the night before and spend the night with my brother and his wife because I knew he would be watching film and I knew he would be gearing up for the game the next day. And I just wanted to be a part of it. So honestly, I, I, I can't remember ever wanting to be something else other than a, a teacher of the game and, and a basketball coach. And so I, I'm going to give all the credit where credit is due to my, to my family and just appreciate my parents for the upbringing and, and being around a competitive family and, and, uh, just showing me what discipline and hard work looks like. And so I have been very honored and blessed. That's awesome. And and you played. Now, I don't want to just say, okay, what position were you? I want you to put it in current WNBA player terms. Were you like Jackie Young? Were you like Courtney Vandersloot? What type of player were you um, <laughs> during your playing days? 
Well, I will tell you, I, I definitely, I, I could pass the ball. I mean, I could see the floor extremely well. I, and I'm kind of like a Chelsea Gray. I like to make the, the fancy pass. Nice. <laughs> no, I, I did like that. I really did. Uh, but I, I was asked this question before. So I'd say a little bit of Chelsea Gray with, with the court vision. And I would probably go with um, probably Sabrina. I mean, she, you know, I had that calm in the storm. I had a competitive spirit, but I, I'd love to knock down the three. So any of those players out in the league that that knocked down the three, that that's what I that's what I did. And we didn't, you know, I'm going to tell on myself we didn't have a three point line uh, back in the day, and so I was shooting from there, and it was only counting as a two. So come on now. <laughs> then when I left, and that's when 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 I graduated high school, that's when they implemented the three point line. <laughs> Well, I feel like they should go back and readjust your scoring output based on if the three-point line was there. That's just my opinion. I appreciate that. <laughs> I have to interrupt real quick. I was talking to my aunt over Christmas, and, and she's significantly yeah. older than you, and she was telling me how back when they were in gym, they could only mm -hmm. dribble the ball three times. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. I, I've heard those stories, and you got to think about it too. Oklahoma, and that's you know where I my home is and where my family, uh, where I grew up. And so I, uh, you know, that we go back to six on six days as well. And I, I remember my first, um, my first college practice. I, I kid you not. I, we were doing a fast break drill. We, we knocked it off the backboard. I grab, you know, our point guard grabbed it. I took off running the lanes and I stopped at half court. Because muscle memory, I'm, I know I'm telling on myself, wow. my college coach blew the whistle and said, what in the world? Welcome to college. You know, you can go past, you know, the half court line. And I just thought, you know, I came, came in feeling like I was just something else. You know, I'm averaging 38 points and, you know, scored over 40, 15 games. And I, I tell you what, coming back down to earth, I probably needed that more than anything. Trust me, I didn't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because so many people honestly just forget about that or never knew that that was a thing. So I think that's yeah. that's amazing for you to share. So I get to ask this question because Rachel knows all of this because she's a college basketball savant. But yeah. tell us how you started coaching, you know, and, and how that took you to an NAIA national championship. And then from there to L.A., like how, how did you go from player to that? Yeah, surrounded myself with incredible people. Uh, that is one way that I did it and, and doing it the right way. I started um, at the high school level being an assistant coach uh, straight out of college at Midwest City High School. And I went from there to uh, becoming the head coach. Um, you know, we made it to the state tournament. I think we lost only 10 games while I, while I was there. And, and then from there, I went to Texas at the high school level and um, had success at that. We went to the state tournament for the first time in um, school history. And I, I went directly to being a division one assistant coach and kind of made my way through the every level of coaching except for division three and JUCO. And when I landed at the professional level, I was coaching at Georgia State in Atlanta. And I had a coach, a friend that I haven't talked to for over 15 years. 
and she replaced me at Denton Ryan High School in Denton, Texas. And Vicki Johnson uh, actually called her and said, hey, I'm looking for an assistant coach. Do you have anyone in mind? Do you, can you think of anyone that will be loyal, that that works hard, that uh, that will be great with our players? And unbelievable, I'm the only name that that she gave her. And that that's how it started. And then the, you know, obviously the interviewing process with Vicki and Ruth Riley, and that's what landed me in, in San Antonio with the Stars. And it's, I haven't looked back since. <laughs> It's so it's so special because you have such a unique perspective. Really, have been at, at every possible level. Um, I mean, in, in you know, obviously, we we could talk about different levels at the collegiate level, but um, such a unique story and everything that you have seen, every, the levels that you've been at. It's it's really refreshing to see and and to listen to you talk because I feel like I could just sit here for hours and pick your brain um, about. Well, the we need game. to do that sometime. <laughs> I would like we should. It's others' brains. Maybe when I come down to uh, Dallas for the final four, we'll have, we'll have to hook up. But um, sure. I was going to say, you know, what, was the dream always the professional level? You know, it, 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 it was, I, but I, I will tell you when I was, I was giving a, a, my hall of fame speech at Seminole state. And I, and I remember telling the group that, you know, they someone asked me when you were walking the halls of, of Seminole state college, and this is in a small town, would you ever in your wildest dreams think that you would be coaching at the professional level? And I, I honestly, I looked at him and said, your dad gum right. I mean, that's, that's, this was my mindset then, you know, as, as a high school coach, I, I thought, man, can I just get to the college level? And, and, you know, I think if you just work hard, you put all that you have into your passion. I'm a manic grinder. I've always said that. Um, and, you know, you build those relationships and you just be a student of the game and, and give back and help grow the game. Um, I, 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 you know, you're always going to have a chance. You know, if you can see it, you can be it. And I, I think of Pat Summon and I think of Sherry Cole even at Oklahoma since I was, you know, living down the street and, and people like um, a, a Division II coach, Coach Finley. Um, at Oklahoma Christian. I mean, those are the people that I, I that took the similar path, so I knew it could be done, and and so I, I just hope that I'm I'm an inspiration to someone out there as well that that's wanting to do the same thing that I'm doing because it, it is possible. You know, something I I noticed obviously from far away because I'm in D.C. and at the time you were in L.A. Um, but your extremely amazing ability to connect and motivate players, whether it's Taya Cooper doing TikToks with her, whether it's a legend like Candace Parker, um, getting her motivated on the defensive end for, for accolades that, you know, would be crazy to say someone of, of her level to get so late in the career. But I'm, I'm curious for you, from your perspective, why do you think you've been so successful in connecting with players, but also, you know, everyone talks about your defensive minded, your ability to get them to buy into defense because, you know, it's easy to say like, oh, you just have to put effort into defense, but you have to want to be a good defender. And that obviously takes motivation. Well, that that's a great question. But I, I honestly, I think it's just being authentic. I mean, just speaking the truth and, you know, showing them ways to be successful. But, you know, I think that, you know, you always want to practice and celebrate the things in a way that you want, right? And I, I when they do something uh, that you want them to do when they're doing being successful, show them. I mean, I'll chest bump with the best of them. 
I mean, I think they can hear my passion and, and they see that what we instill works. And I, like I said, I think getting to know them as a person, you know, I when I first joined the league, I, I had someone tell me, now look, Coach Tramlott, this is a business. Take the relationships out of it. Um, players will come and go, and that's just how it is. And I'm so thankful and blessed that I did not take that advice uh, because it is important. So I, I think getting to know them, uh, what they want to accomplish on and off the court is important. And then just working your tail off and showing them ways how to, to reach those standards and expectations that they set. But I, I honestly, I think it's about, you know, getting to know them and, and um, learning about uh, who they are as people, because we, you know, we all have taken different paths to get where we are. And we're all really, you know, we're all fighting for the same thing. And so I, I think they know that and can see and feel my passion and that I do care about them. And I think that goes a long way. Love that. I mean, long before this free agency, which, you know, we are just now <laughs> getting uh, yeah. at the beginning of, um, there was five coaching changes this off season. Um, I can't remember the last time that happened, but clearly a lot of movement amongst the league across the board from a head coaching perspective. I know you have been highly sought after, um, obviously landing in Dallas. Congratulations to you once again. Um, but I, I want to say, or I want to ask, what is it about, you know, the Dallas wings in particular that was most appealing to you maybe over some of the other, other spots? Well, Rachel, I will, I will tell you that I joke about this now looking back, uh, but I went through 12 interviews with Dallas and, you know, at one point, you know, when Greg would sit, Greg Bibb, our general manager would send me a, a email with a, a zoom or an itinerary. Um, he would say, I, I'm, I'm sure you're probably thinking that you're interviewing for the Supreme court, you know, and we joked about it. And, you know, but I, you know, I really, you know, looking back and I told Greg this, I really appreciated that because not only were they interviewing and evaluating me, I was doing the same thing to them because I knew I wanted to get this right because it had to be the right fit for me. I wasn't just going to take a job just to be taking a job. And when, you know, in that 12 interviews and, and talking to different individuals throughout the organization. I mean, honestly, I, I thought these people have, have this morning had a pep rally and they're getting all fired up and talk to me. I, I thought I was trying to motivate them. And, and every one of them had such a passion for the Dallas Wings organization. Uh, they were service minded. They were, you know, forward thinking. And I thought, this, this can't be real. And I'd talk to the next person and, and it would be the same way. And I thought, you know, I want to be around that. I want those to be around an organization that, that cares about the community, that cares about their players. And so that, that was a, a you know, a, a top two for me of, of taking the position, but just the youthfulness of the roster. I mean, I, I love the style of play. It's the, it's the style that I like. I want not to get in too detailed with it, but obviously the uh, tempo and just wanting to, you know, get up and get after it on the defensive end. But th this is a group that, that I want, to give them the best possible experience that they can have. I want them to feel appreciated. I want them to feel valued. I want them to have ownership in what we're doing, a seat at the table. 
and that's what they want. And I talked to, you know, a couple of players during the process as well. And, and uh, it, it's just going to be an exciting time. I, I, I hate this time because I just want to have the final roster and I want to be in the gym where I feel the you know, most comfortable and, and get to work. Uh, but it, it, it's a great place to be. There's, you know, multiple professional teams in Dallas. It's a great city, great fan base. And, uh, and I know that I don't know if we'll talk about our staff. You know, that was just previously announced. They have taken a, a similar path that I have. And it's hey, onward and upward. I'm extremely excited. Well, that's a, a perfect segue. I've been dying to ask this question and feel free to go long winded and talk about the staff a little bit more. But this is a, a thing that we often don't get to do uh, when we're interviewing head coaches, because normally it's either right before you know, the staff is finalized or so far after that, that, you know, it's, it's so far behind, but as you're going through the process of interviewing people to join the staff, I'm, I'm just so curious. And obviously, you know, there's some secret sauce you might not want to share, but like, what are the questions you're asking? Um, and then after you formalize, formalize your staff, how do you decide who takes on like what roles? Yeah, that that's, that's the fun part. It really is. And I, I will tell you, I talk to some amazing individuals. I, I had uh, a lot of coaches, uh, coaches in the league, former coaches in the league, and then even college coaches that reached out wanting an opportunity uh, to be on staff. So I, I was so honored and, and blessed and, and excited that they wanted to be a part of the Dallas Wings organization. And they're, they're you know, I, I made a list of individuals that I thought would be a good fit you know, for me, whether it be uh, a previous relationship or what they have accomplished in the league or uh, player development. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that. Uh, But I was really looking for culture people, people that were loyal, uh, that were like-minded but challenging, uh, that wanted to grow the game in the right way, that were manic grinders, um, that wanted to to build relationships with these players. I mean, those, those are really important, but I also wanted to feel comfortable with them. And so there, there are several coaches that I talked to on multiple occasions. I I went to see, and uh, it, it, it was, it was really a a hard, but easy um, final group that I, that I put together. And when I, when I say that is there were just so many great coaches and, and people. But when I talked to Brandy Poole, April Schillings, Courtney Paris, uh, it was just a no brainer for me. I mean, the way that we had our chemistry was already there. Uh, we clicked, we, we, we wanted the same thing. You could hear the passion in their voices. Um, they're wanting to make a change. Um, they're excited about Dallas. They're excited about the roster. And I just kept going back to them. I would talk, I'd say, okay, I've got to get it right. I've got to get this decision right. So I would call somebody else <laughs> and talk to them a little bit more. And then I kept just going back to these individuals, you know, that I mentioned, and I'm going to include Zach in, the, in there as well as our player development coach. But, and then I would ask, I'm going to be honest. I, you know, you, you talked about, you know, relationships with players. I, I called several players in the league. Uh, former players and current players at the time and asked them what they thought. And uh, 
I only heard good things. And so I, I at the end of the, the day, I, I, I just felt like this was the right decision. And uh, we talked about expectations. We talked about their role. I asked them what they felt comfortable doing. If, if, if I didn't want to put them in a box, per se, offensively or defensively, but if they had a choice, what would that look like? Um, what, do, what are their standards and expectations for their professional career? What are they wanting? Um, and so I, I, I really dug deep. I talked about their families. They talked about their families. I talked about mine. Um, I thought I asked them what a typical day looks like for them, you know, after practice, um, things that they love doing. I, I talked about some adversity they've had in their life. Um, how did that, you know, frame the, the person that they are today? I talked about, you know, losing my parents and my brother, you know, uh, not too long ago. And, and uh, so we just really connected outside of X's and O's. I mean, we know that will come and we did talk about it, um, but it, it was building relationships again. And I, I just feel like that these individuals, we, we, uh, it, it, it was just the right fit. I mean, I know I'm rambling, but I'm excited about them. And I'm excited about uh, these players getting to know them as well. I, we fully, the Windsider show is all about rambling for our guests. <laughs> so you are totally in line. Um, but you, you kind of segued into this perfectly. So I'm kind of worried that maybe you hacked our computers and you're looking at our show notes. Um, but th- this current team, I mean, stacked with young talent that I think the best way to to encapsulate what's going on with them over the past few years has just been lack of consistency. And I'm curious for you, you know, do you think that's a fair comment? And what do you think the potential is for this roster? Oh, sure. I mean, I, I definitely think you probably, you know, could say that for sure. And, you know, when I was looking into the Dallas Wings uh, team, you know, through this interview, you know, interview recruiting process. Um, I, 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 I'm an analytics person and I, I love that. And you've got to give Dallas Wings credit for what they've done in the past several years. Mm-hmm. And they're very youthful making it to the playoffs. They've had a taste of, of, of winning, which that helps greatly as we all know. But I look back through the, all the WNBA league champions uh, to 2016 and all of those championship teams had roughly an offensive rating, a defensive rating of top three offense, top four defense. And when you look at the Dallas Wings team, they were right in the mix. They were top four offensively, but they were ninth defensively. Uh, this team wants to win. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I am defensive minded. Don't sell me short on the offensive end because I really like it too. <laughs> you know, being a college head coach and, you know, going through that um, journey. But this is a team that, that has a high ceiling. They're right on the edge. Uh, our goal, honestly, and the expectations of, you know, winning a playoff series, trying to get to that next level where these players want to go. I, I've talked to all of them and they're wanting uh, to be committed to um, the philosophy that we're wanting to implement and uh, they're just they're just wanting to win, and so that excites me to to know their passion and, and excitement. But the wings are right there, and so we just got to you know finalize the roster and uh, just get to work. 
So what is it about, you know, I know you can't say much, especially this early on in the game. We'll have to talk again later. Agency has passed, but, um, you know, in terms of just the strategy wise, as you guys are going into this period of time, um, you know, we've, we've seen a lot more movement of big names. We've seen a lot more movement just in the league in general. Um, in your thought, you know, is that good or bad for you? And then secondly, you know, what is your strategy headed into this and how do you help take this team from where it's been to where you want it to go? Well, I, I'm fortunate. I have a great general manager in Greg Bibb that does a lot of the negotiation and decision-making uh, through this process. And, and you're right that there's a lot of movement, but it's fun. I mean, you guys are just loving it, aren't you? I mean, this gives us some great things, you know, to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, is, which is great. You know, change is good. It's hard at times, but change is good. And with our roster, obviously, yes, I, I, I can't say a lot because – you guys know this. It changes every other day. You know, there's highs and lows. I always tell people I feel being in Dallas, I, I feel like I'm at Six Flags when it comes to free agency. You get excited and then all of a sudden the next day it's not happening and then you get excited. So it's just part of the process. But any movement that is made, and I'm going to say this on even on our, our roster, we want them to be happy. We want them to make the right decision for them. But it, it's that's easier said than done because we also have to get value for these individuals that, um, that are being re- maybe recruited from other teams and I'm, or, or want to leave uh, a, a certain team or it goes, you know, this goes on all through the league. And, but there's a lot that goes into that. I'm, I'm learning that more now. You know, I, I'm looking at people that are available and I'm going, Oh my goodness, we've got to get her and we've got to get this player. And, and then I'm reminded that there's a, a cap that we have to stay under. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's money involved here. Uh, but, you know, we want the, you know, obviously the well-being of, of every player. And there's, a you know, a reason that uh, they want to leave a particular team or uh, make, a, make a change uh, for them. And we only want the best for them. But we also have got to do what's best for us. And, and that's put together an incredible team and give them the best experience they possibly can have and, and just do it the right way and, and help grow them as, as women and, um, you know, just hopefully foster lifetime relationships after that. Well, I mean, I think you touched on it perfectly because the W is a very unique league that in many ways we could talk about for hours, like you said, but historically we've seen a lot of great players request trades. I mean, the likes of the greatest center in league history, Sylvia Fowles, Elena Deladon, Liz Cambage, Tina Charles, and so on and so forth. So it's a fairly common thing. And I appreciate you kind of opening the window to let us into the vision from the team side, because from the fan perspective, from the people on the outside, I think often they look at it and they go, Oh, you know, give the players whatever they want, but you put it perfectly. You want what's happy for the play, what's best and to make the players happy. But at the same time, you need some return because your missions also still bring a ring back to back to Dallas. Um, so I'm, I'm curious for you, like what is an LT led Dallas wings team? Well, I, one that's hardworking and, and uh, you can see their passion on the court, uh, high intensity, pushing the pace on offense, um, I always like to say, you know, because the players say this a lot, is that 
it allows the offense allows all five players to eat. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then defensively, I think this is where we're really going to enhance this team is, is changing it up defensively and, and really getting up and, and forcing some havoc on, on our opponents. And that's something that, uh, you know, we'll obviously start talking about day one, but just a group that the fans will enjoy watching that, uh, that uh, give back to the community. I'm going to say that again because Dallas is such a close-knit community and uh, we're doing a lot out there uh, already. Uh, But, you know, a group of players that that, uh, bring the attitude, that are competitive, um, that you can see the desire to win. And um, they'll have a voice. And uh, because I, like you said, and we've talked about, I'm a player's coach and we'll, we'll, put the right system in place and, and uh, it's going to be exciting. It really is. Like, I know I keep saying that, but I, I'm just, I think that probably shows that I'm just ready to get going <laughs> and, and get this started. But um, yeah, I mean, I, so I, I think just all of those things that will be fun to watch for sure. You know, this question, we, we just have a couple more and then we'll get into our fun rapid fire questions. But um you know, you, you've, you've been, you've had a lot of different hats in your career. You know, you, you've, you've been at the helm, you've been an assistant. Um, you know, I, I have to ask, you know, just going from an assistant in the league to now being that head coach, um, is that an easy switch to flip for you? Is it pretty natural for you to be in this spot right here? You know, honestly, I feel like I've been preparing this for my entire life because, and I, I know this is going to sound a little bit out there, but you know, I, I do that positive imagery, you know, imagery. And, and I, I have, I have talked to my press conference. I don't know how many times, I mean, you know, you, I, I, I've spoke this into existence uh, a thousand times and I've always stayed ready. And cause I knew this is what I wanted to do. And I knew it was going to happen. Uh, it just needed to be the right place and the right timing. And so I, I have been preparing for this. I'm still preparing for this. And, um, so far, it's felt extremely uh, natural, uh, but there's always uh, learning curves and growth uh, that's going to take place uh, throughout the season. I love it. I love hearing you talk. You can just hear the passion for what you do in your voice, um, and, it, and it's so refreshing. And I love just speaking it into existence. Like you said, you, you felt like this moment would come at some point in your life, and here you are. Um, we are so thrilled to um, you know, talk to you and get a chance to analyze you and hopefully have you back on multiple times and just see what, what this Dallas Wings team can be. I think I speak for everybody, um, you know, listening, all the fans out there that clearly there's a ton of potential. And I'm, I'm personally excited about the defensive end of the floor with them as well. Um, I've got one more question from myself okay. and then we'll, we'll let RH kind of take over the rapid fire. But, um, you know, I, I want to talk about a walk and Satu just in particular, um, just your personal perspective of those two and really what is the next step for their growth and what's their ceiling? Oh, come on. These are two (laughs) players that are, I mean, they're just getting it done overseas. I mean, I don't know if you've seen a walk even today in some of the, the, uh, videos that, you know, our social, social media team have been posting, but she's knocking down three. She's running the floor. She's leading the charge, um, getting a few dunks. Um, this is a young lady that I am extremely excited about. I, I, I definitely think when she, she becomes more consistent and knows her role and, um, feels you know, feels comfortable in, in, in the position that she's going to be in. Um, 
I think this is going to be her breakout year. I'm saying it right now. I really do. Uh, if all goes well and, and she stays healthy, I, I, I just think she's uh, where the league is heading and just that versatility and, and uh, a lot of movement on offense. And she can defend multiple positions. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do a few, few things with her uh, scout-wise. So it, that should be fun. And then Saad, too, I mean, what an incredible person that she is. And, you know, having an opportunity to, to talk to her, you know, her and Enrique came to my uh, press conference, which I thought was uh, said a lot about them and, and their commitment to this team. And, you know, when you think of Saad, too, we got to keep her healthy. That's number one. I know she feels incredible right now playing overseas. Um, but, you know, she she can shoot the three and you, you can see see that in her and, and she can defend multiple positions. Um she can embrace what small ball looks like. She can embrace uh, what I call big ball, what it looks like. Uh, I think she needs to, you know, have a more definite role. And I, I can't wait to, you know, work with her on that. But, you know, bringing up her rebounding and, and just her three-point percentage, um, her ability to attack the rim. I mean, it's uh, – she's a special, special player, and uh, it – She's hard to defend. I know. I, I had to do the scout against her. I love that the the topics that you touched on with both these players were more offensive minded because people yep. like to paint you into that defensive box. All right, rapid fire. It's fun. We say rapid. If you need a second to think, take your time to think. Okay. But keep in mind these are these are fun questions. What okay. gets you more hyped? A block or a steal? Oh my gosh, that's both. That is both. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you, it's probably time and score on that too, right? Uh, let's go steal. <laughs> okay. Uh, toughest player to defensive game plan against in the league. Oh my, come on now. Hey, every coach in the league. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I like how you're twisting these. How did you celebrate your national championships? Uh, with, with family. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. I, this this might be the toughest question, so be prepared. It's a fun one. Start bench cut with three WNBA legends: Lisa Leslie, Tamika Catchings, and Cynthia Cooper. Oh my goodness! Are you kidding me? What <laughs> Rachel is- was like, Rachel was like, let's not let's not put her on the spot like this. It's like, no, nah, we got to. That's yes. a terrible I'm, question. I'm, no, I'm taking all three of them. Are you? I mean. And if, if I cut one of them or not start one of them, I need to be run out of the league. <laughs> Are you saying that you're going to opt out of the question? I, I'm time at, yeah, I'm taking a <laughs> the final buzzer went off. I'm heading to the locker room. <laughs> you forfeit. That, that's when you, you by accident touch a referee on the shoulder and you get ejected. So you don't have to handle that. Thank you. Um, that is it. That is it. <laughs> Favorite vacation spot? Colorado. Yay! I'm a fly fisherman. I like to go to that Gunnison Crested Butte area. I lived there for a long time, and I that's that's my uh, that's my safe haven. Wow. That's my what's, mental health. What's what's the biggest fish you've caught? Oh, it well, uh, fish for trout, and so obviously it depends on the type of type of fish. But uh, I, I've caught some really big ones. If you want to get into really detailed, I can go into the catfish and all of that. And we're getting way up there. We'll have to do a we'll, come, we'll come back. Episode. Yeah. yeah there, we go. there we go. 
we'll, we'll we'll have to redo this question after you win a championship because then you can just be like, oh, the WNBA championship. Oh, we win this championship. We're all going to Colorado. How's that fly? There we go. Team fly fishing podcast episode. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love it. Well, LT, thank you so much for making the time. I know you're extremely busy these days, but we really appreciate it. No, I, I want to, I, I know I say this to you when I, when I'm talking to you, not on air, but I'll say it again. Appreciate the both of you, what you do for this league, for growing the game. It's absolutely fantastic. And uh, we, we have a, a lot of love for you guys. And uh, thank you for um, having me on.